Hi guys, welcome to my podcast. My name is Toby and today I'm not alone. I actually have a guest. He's a geologist, writer, entrepreneur. He's a very curious person. I mean, if you can say so himself. He loves learning and trying new things. His interests are science, technology, international relations and politics history, psychology, religion, education, and humanity. My guest today is Advocate Shadrach Jalumchi. I'll be talking about his childhood experiences, teenage years, and life on campus. He's basically here to tell me stories because you know, all these things you mentioned, stories for days, that's what we're going to be discussing. Shadrach, what's up? How are you doing? I'm well. T- glad to have you, Toby. Nothing. It's nice having you here. Yeah. <laughs> 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 anyway, so um, I'm thinking of a nice premise to start this um, interview for today. I mean, I've known you for quite some some time, you know, a little bit yeah, of yeah, a yeah, long yeah, time. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, that's, that's you, that's you coming out. It's not you saying, oh, nice having you. I'm like, when did you become formal? Please. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't do formal. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. That's what it should be. So I think the first thing you wrote here is you want to talk about childhood experiences. So without asking any for, um, specific questions, I mean, tell me, tell me about your childhood experiences. What a particular story. What's your earliest memory of yourself? Well, talking about my childhood experiences, mm-hmm. um, it's one that is kind of very interesting. <laughs> well, my mother and my father, like more like a Christian home. My, my mom is more, more or less more religious, unlike my father. Mm-hmm. Then I think I'm very much more closer to my mom because of this, um, you know, this first son and mother relationship you know that kind of thing so she, she would drill us yes me in particular yeah. yes because you like to instill discipline in us and all that um one of the most profound thing i've always um loved my mother was his um her ability to you know to bring us up in a christian way and all that and all that but one thing um i never liked about her was was that she was very choleric and mean again. Mm-hmm. So it's not, it's not, it was not really easy growing up under her tutelage, but but it was fun though. You dare not leave the house. Every, every you are more or less regimented. Um, if you go to school in the morning, you come back in the afternoon by 1 p.m. and you take your then she will bat you, take your siesta and you wake up again and um, do your studies. Probably maybe in the evening you can go to the farm and all that. So, and um, one of the things I've noticed, uh, one, one of the things I discovered about her, like I said, she's a very mean person. Yes. Um, the day she taught me time, 
time. I don't know how to read clocks. So that day was, in fact, a hell for me. It wasn't easy, really. But I think throughout the, throughout the whole class, uh, I was like, my head was, was softening. Like, it was as though person just carry hammer the knock for my head yeah. with her heart knocks and all that so it was really a very good experience and at the same time because because i'm more or less very hypersensitive um, hypersensitive and over emotional so i feel sometimes that maybe she's not my mom you know that kind of thing that and um, why is she treating me like this why is she treating me like that as yeah. though i'm not a human being that kind of thing so that's it was really a very great experience though yeah i mean when when you said um when you talked about your mom and said yo she was mean i'm like exactly someone finally like hit the nail on the head african parents especially the moms were mean now the dad the, the dads got to get away with it because they were never around. So the 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 yeah. dads had to, they were always absent. So you cannot tell if they are mean or not. That one, nothing. So you cannot like them or hate them. But then the ones that were there with you, they were mean. And you think about them and you're like, okay. you this person was actually very mean to me as a child. But then you grow up and it's as if they change and this person you're thinking yes. oh, and this person you're thinking oh the meanest person in the world whether fam or me, me they do it on purpose that oh, when when you start growing up they now want to come and start being your best friend how 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 did that because i know it's actually the same thing with you though you know you grow and your parents now come and start like want to be friends how does that work how did you take it did you resist it at first that you you cannot be mean and suddenly come and change? I'm not going to accept your friendship. Or when they are like, oh, let's be friends, you opened your arms and you're like, hey, let's do it. You know. Yeah, actually, it came as a shock at the first place. Yeah. All this, my I think the 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 relationship I had with my mom deepened friendly when I entered the university. Exactly. Yeah, so, like, <laughs> yeah, so. Shadrach, what I can tell you is that somebody, so this, all these mothers, they have manual. That's how they store prints. They have like somebody wrote manual for them that, okay, I'll once you're done, like the same pattern, all of them. Please continue. So, I, the, the whole thing was just, I was so shocked. Like, I was a kind of uh, startled. I never expected that from my main mom again she was mm-hmm. so mean like why would you decide to be my friends all of a sudden yeah why not the usual scolding why not all the beatings and all that why do you want to be my friends i know the the truth is that after um playing around for some time you know ghosting her and all that and I, at some point i had to submit i started telling her my secrets yeah i started telling her some deep things about me i started telling her even when I had my my second girlfriend on campus, yeah. I, told, I I made everything very clear to her that hey, this is my girlfriend. She's in this department. This is her level, and this is how far we've gone in the relationship. This is her personality, you know that kind of thing. I begin to tell her some deep deep things about me, and yeah. I, I was shocked. I was startled because she became 
totally different, totally different from the person I used to know. Her response and everything. So it was, it was. I was started really, yeah. Parents, as I guess, they just because of the title parent, they do a lot and like get away with it, you know. it's all of all those things. Let's let's go back to let's go back to childhood experiences from your dad's and what kind of relationship do you have with your dad before and now? Um, the relationship was rather cold and dry because we don't get to talk much. Yeah. So there was, there was, it's not as though there is this, there is no paternal love you get. Yeah. All those things were there, but you know, all these um, being there for the child and all that. Imagine you go, you go to work around 6.30 a.m. in the morning, you know, you were coming back around eight o'clock, very tired and hungry. So of course, we eat up, we take our bath, and then you doze off. So the relationship I had with, with him wasn't so um wasn't so wasn't so hot as to compare with my mom. Um it's I think the relationship I had with my dad deeply more when I graduated from campus. Okay. So he was now asking me some few personal questions, you know, about my life, about my conduct on campus. Even got to know some of my professors in the university, you know, some of my lecturers. I think he's friends with them. And um, he's more or less, you know, became more strict around me now. I don't know why. Yeah, <laughs> I don't really know why he's that strict. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, so, and you always like me to get involved once it comes to his business, you know, his, um, his um, you know, his business, the way, like the flow of money in his, in his business. Everything about his finances, he gets me, he lets me in. So the thing is that the relationship I had with, I'm having with him right now, as in now, is more or less tighter than the one I had with my mom when yeah. I was a teen. Oh, yeah, so that's the thing, sure. What kind of teenager were you? Were you the rebellious teenager? <laughs> Oh, all this teenage madness kept you. You didn't, it's not your thing, you know. You're just a good child or true. No, 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 no. I wasn't really a good child or true. (laughs) I wasn't really a good child or true. What do you mean by that? It's hard to imagine Shadrach being a rebellious teenager. (laughs) What do you mean by that? I'll explain. Yeah, I was more like, more or less like what people refer as slow poison. Okay. So the truth is that I normally have my way in anything I want to do. Okay. I'll always try to maneuver. Yeah. So that's the thing. Um, I think when I was in secondary school, you get when I was in secondary school in my SS2, that was when I had my first girlfriend. Yes. Okay. I came back from meet and break. Then there was this girl I was liking in my streets. She's very pretty and um more or less organized and she had this decorum that I really liked. So I approached her and um, you know made my intention very clear to her. Yeah, I was shy though, but my brother hurt me because my brother is better than me. <laughs> my younger brother is better than me though. So so uh, so I think she was the first person that played the coast for me before 
you know, bringing me into into the matter. So I I asked the girl out. Then she agreed. So we started dating. So there was this um this computer tutor instructor that we had then. He's more like a businessman. So he teaches computers in different schools. You get. Yeah. So he was teaching in my school and also teaching in my girlfriend's school. You get. So yeah. what I normally do is where I write love letter and How? I give it to that instructor to give to him. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> so it belongs to love letter. Yeah, that's the, I'm just. Like, hey. <laughs> I did it. Yes, I did it. Nice. But the team, the, 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 <laughs> the beautiful thing about it was that um, I never, I like, I, I, I was very coordinated. You were very what? I wasn't really distracted. I was coordinated. Nobody knew what I was doing. Mm. Like. I was very much coordinated with my affairs, in my affairs, very much coordinated. Nobody knew what was going on. Nobody knew that I had a girlfriend. Yeah. Yet, until we got to SS3, we get. So, so that we were more or less, I, I think I, I was very calm too. And um, I was socially awkward too. Socially, I was awkward. Yes. Mm -hmm. And I'm more, more or less introverted. So, yeah. That's the thing. And most of the things I do, I do it for myself and I keep it to myself and everything. So, and life in secondary school back then was, wasn't so easy. It wasn't so easy because I think I was more one of the smallest in the class and I'm more or less, let me say, I was smart then. And I suffered a lot of bullies in the hands of the big guys, yeah. the, the backbenchers you had then. So I was bullied and all that, you know, both from my seniors, my classmates and all that. Most of them relate then. So, yeah, I think by uh, talking about my personality as a teenager, I was introverted though and socially awkward. Yeah, so that's it. It was really, it was a good experience though. <laughs> yeah. Out of all this, your story, the only thing I got is that you love letter girl. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> you like that one, bar. You the like batteries, bar. <laughs> I, I totally love it. Now, as a love letter girl, I want you to, from the top of your head, <laughs> write me a love letter right now. But I mean, are you serious? Yeah, of course. But since we're over Zoom and this is an audio thing, so you're going to like say to me, you know, what you would have written to somebody. <laughs> are you laughing? Oh, this is your yeah. thing. <laughs> okay, 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 okay. I was somewhere less. Uh, that, that time I was more poetic. Yes. Ah. I don't know if I'm still poetic again. Yeah, it reached my soul. Yeah. I've dropped your your poetic cap. No my girlfriend, like. my girlfriend there. No, my girlfriend there was was a literature student. Yes, she was an art student. So, I think once I drop any of my poetic lines, she tends to you know wrap her head around and you know crack most of the things I write. Um, should I leave it? Leave it, don't do it yeah, because I'm not leave it. We have got the <laughs> to them, is to go and buy um, 
master's form or maybe even go back to school <laughs> that, enter literature that, that is what it is so leave it for now you know when i die when i enter when i'm studying literature i'll come back <laughs> anyway shall let's let's yeah. go on with the stories and i mean i'm glad you have like these experiences to always fall back on and think about you mentioned um the one in secondary school was your first ever relationship how did it end? Is it one of those relationships that once you graduate from secondary school, yeah. the relationship I've graduated with you people did not do it again? Oh, okay, the first relationship. Oh, it ended badly. <laughs> <laughs> it ended badly, yeah. So I went to a seminary school. Guys. I went to a seminary school. So only guys. I wasn't really into, I don't know what it means to be in a relationship. Yeah. Yes. I never knew what I I, 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 the truth is that, like I said, I like trying new things, you know, when I came back, when I came back um, for that meet them, them, for that meet them break that, that actually launched me to getting my first girlfriend, my mates were getting, when my mates were having, my mates from other schools, so they talk about their girlfriends and all that, so the whole thing was really interesting and amusing, so I started, no, I'm going to give it a shot. So I'm not really that into, into women. I'm not really into women that much. So it ended so badly. When I got admitted into the university to study geology, we broke up. Um, that was 2015 Valentine. Yes. Wow, you broke up on Valentine. read the letter to me. Oh, my God. So you continue. So when I read the letter, at first I was down a bit. So, and Maka too, I was tired. Like, I never, like, I never expected it. I've been sure she was telling me that there is this guy that was disturbing, that was disturbing her. And the girl, the guy was actually in that too. And they used to be friends back then in the secondary school. But one thing happened, she left for another school. And it was more like they reunited again, you know. And the guy was now trying to get that romantic feelings back and 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 I think as a then she was catching the vibe. So I never knew it, it was going to, you know, it's going to metamorphose to the point of broken bro, uh, breaking ties with me. Yeah. So and and the guy the guy in question was in my level. She was actually in biotechnology department we get. So yeah. when when we come for classes, maybe for, you know, for general classes, like all these faculty-wide courses, like chemistry, biology, and, you know, other faculty-wide courses, I, w- I would sit at the back. I always sit, no, I wouldn't sit at the front. He would sit at my back. So I would look at him. I'll be like, look at my, 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 the, the guy that wants to steal my girlfriend from me, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah. So I he look at me, but he was a courtist. The guy is actually a courtist then. So I was very, wow. very careful with him. Yeah, I was very, very careful with him so that I don't get into trouble. Courtier of what my mom has been telling me to, to you know, to stay away from courtist and, you know, courtism and all that. Normally, I would have confronted, but because I discovered that this guy is part of a fraternity, you get or a confraternity yeah. on campus. So I wouldn't like to, you know, to involve myself in any, in any danger. Yes. So I decided to allow the sleeping dog lie. 
your your story. I say I do I do not want to be you right now. <laughs> Having to be dumped by a girlfriend <laughs> on Valentine's Day and notice that yo, she actually dumped you for a courtist and you cannot do anything about it. Or more times, one million. So you said, what did you even say again? That you said you vowed that you will not date somebody until you have finished school, Abi, uncle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you have finished school now, Abi. The truth is that, eh? Wait, calm <laughs> down. Have you, have you finished school or not? Have you finished school or not? You're done, Abi. I've finished school. Yes, finished I'm school. done. <laughs> When I shrink and put yes. up an uh, advert for you, looking for a girlfriend, do poster <laughs> for you, do advert so that will find <laughs> See, yeah, if you feel do and do our beg, I need be for my life. But really? like, what get money? You know, Shadrake, I mean, we're here like making jokes and catching crews and stuff. But you know that yeah. um, <laughs> what, what, you've, what you're trying to do by putting yourself back out there like takes so much so much courage not a lot of people would do that so you know when they say oh once beaten twice shy so some people once um they've had a very bad experience of love you know they cancel love totally really they're like you know listen i'm not doing it again yeah, that yeah, kind of thing yeah. in their life i i listened to an interview of um somebody so it's even a podcast so this person according to her she's an anti-marriage counselor so that what she does is that she cancels people against marriage and i mean what even prompted her to like start it is that she she was once married herself but then it didn't end well for her marriage i I think she became divorced and so so she thought oh i mean this marriage thing doesn't work because um i've experienced it and you know it's not working so i think nobody should ever go into marriage in fact i'm going to take it upon myself to cancel people not to do that so it's like oh you've had one bad experience about it and you think you it's never going to be good you know no matter what but you yeah i mean you just had so even even would not do past this one like you just had like one crazy experience <laughs> but you're like you know what i'm going to go back out there where where is that courage coming from? What's what's prompting that for you? Well, the, the truth is that um, I see love as a beautiful thing. Mm. Yeah, I see love as a very beautiful thing. And um, <laughs> even if I have um thousands upon thousands of breakups today, I will not give up on love because I believe in it and I believe it exists. I believe we have personality um differences. Yeah. Wow. So, and in reality, as far as reality is concerned, we are bound to, you know, we are bound to make mistakes in life. So people, people do things because of, because of various reasons. Yeah. So after, 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 after my first, after my first, um, my first relationship, yeah. you know, I went to the drawing board. You know, I started studying why why did my girlfriend broke up with me at the first place? Was I not was I no longer that sweet guy she used to know? You know, was I not caring? Was I not loving? Was I not buying gifts? Was I not doing all those stuff? Yeah. So <laughs> I did all of those analysis. Um I discovered that it's not really what I think you get. It's not really what I think you get. Yeah. I discovered that um maybe as 
a teenager you get she, at least she was in her teenage age as at the time okay. um as a teenager she must she must have been brainwashed one way or the other you get yeah, yeah you know that kind of thing so and um because after after those times you get i see her still coming back to me for you know for us to make up you know that kind of thing though she didn't come direct you know but there are some there are some cues and some signs that you see in a person you get you just conclude yeah. that this is yeah this is what this girl wants you get you yeah. get so that's the thing so the truth is that um so so many things things shit happen you get yeah. so shit happen and the earlier we understand that the better for us so i don't advise people to give up on love love exists you get love exists the truth the truth is that we you need to you need to calm down and you know re strategize you know think about yourself do you love yourself actually yeah you that kind of thing because it is you don't give what you don't have yeah. even there is a latin adage that says nemo that long quad sorry nemo quad non that habit you get okay. you don't you don't give what you don't have you get okay. so that's the thing so that's the thing sha i can't counsel people to give up on love love exists so let's just spread love and nice spoken like a real romantic as you mean you said anything otherwise <laughs> your love letter writing self would have been disappointed in you <laughs> i swear i'm going to make jokes for this like just be ready anyway <laughs> going away from relationships and stuff let's talk about life itself yeah. do you do you believe every individual have like their purpose on earth you know when they're like oh there's a purpose why you're existing you need to find your purpose and fulfill it and living purpose and all that oh sure i believe in that again yeah. um there is this philosopher that made it very clear to us that an unexamined life is not worth living and i believe that what that statement encapsulates one discovering his purpose it revolves around self discovery you know self awareness knowing yourself knowing why you are you know why you exist why you live like the reason why you wake up in the morning and still want to live you get so i believe in in purpose it exists and I, really? i i always tell people to discover their purpose yeah really so you what's your own purpose what have you discovered about yourself what do you think it's your reason for being on this earth oh well this question is a very difficult one okay yeah the truth is that um i'm undergoing self discovery okay every time any any time i wake up in the morning i discover new things about myself well as some of the few things i've discovered that's what i say the truth is that uh, this journey of self discovery has launched me into so many things again mm-hmm. it has it was because of self discovery that i went into studying astrology on my own interesting mm-hmm. yeah it was because of self discovery that i went into studying maya briggs personality um personality test Okay. It was because of Maya Briggs. It it was because of self discovery that I went to read this book, this famous book written by Tim Lahaye. You know that. Why you ask the way you do? Yeah. 
exactly so yeah so it was because of, I, I still have the book on my shelf in my shop so that's the thing it was because of self-discovery that i did all of that you get so and god is helping me so <laughs> i'm discovering myself yeah so that's it yeah shadrach you do a lot yeah and when i say you do a lot it's it's maybe it, it may not be in physical action but you see your intro that you said i should come and introduce you with that i did that your your interests are science technology international relations politics history psychology religion and only you why you're interested in the old world why you cannot <laughs> pick one you cannot say you know what like my focus in this life is you know about people and maybe just psychology and deal with it well, it's like everything religion humanity psychology, education yeah i mean how, how do you how do you how do you manage these interests? How do you um, create time for all of them? Because you've been interested in some things, maybe going to check it out, maybe watching a, a documentary on um, on maybe YouTube about um, psychology, then politics, you follow the news and like you're very passionate about it. And then for history too, and then for humanities. So how how are you not worn out or have you not been worn out by all these your interests at the same time? Um, first of all, uh, um, um, I think there's this post I made on made Facebook one certain time. They have this problem of being scatterbrained. You get like, you know, trying to do so many things at the same time. You get, yeah. and in that, I tend to get lost and all that, and all that stuff. What led me to all those stuff is interest you get. Yeah. I wanted to understand the way the world works you get. Yeah. I'm a very curious person. I wanted to understand, okay, how, what are the system, which system is running this world politically and economically you get. So <laughs> most of my guys for still, they always talk saying I talk, they bring talk you yeah. get. So, so I, I, I might be, you know, forward to, you know, to, to go to a particular angle you get to study a particular yeah. thing. Then in an attempt to study the thing, I will see another question that will lead me to another discipline you get. Yeah. So it's more like me trying to understand how the world works, yeah. you know, both politically, global politics, like the global economy and all that, you know, that kind of thing. I tend to understand, so I tend to delve into some several areas, you know, that kind of thing. Anyway, Sha, it is it is what it is. You uh, and I think I can relate to. I think about so many things at the same time. I I I I sometimes I feel like the whole world is my responsibility that I have to fix everything, you know. So maybe if I know a little bit more about education, I'll be able to fix something there. Maybe if I'm able to do some research about environmental yeah, yeah. management, maybe for some reasons, the waste will reduce. Maybe if and only if um, yeah. I have small interest in politics, maybe the society will become better and our leaders will be better, you know. Just, but then I, like I, yeah. I wear myself out. I'm like, you know what? Maybe I cannot handle this thing sometimes. But 
It's about <laughs> just focus um, on one thing. <laughs> exactly, focus on one thing, or maybe a few things and roll with them. Yeah. Shadrach, we've I mean we've 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 had this conversation going. Yeah. It's 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 really been a long one, taking different directions, you know, from childhood, teenage years, your romantic self and your heartbreak yeah. and everything, you being um figuring life out and being into this whole ast- astrology personality temperament thing. Um, let's take for for the clues. Let's take a sneak peek into the future. Let me act like all those mean interviewers during job interviews. Where do you see yourself in the next five years? <laughs> yeah, but really, do yeah. I mean, you just finished. You just finished school. You just graduated from school. So, what's 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 next for you? What do you think you're going to do with yourself next? Well. Oh, as someone who loves knowledge and money, yes, I feel yeah. I've gotten um some dose of knowledge. So best thing is to look for money. Abi, and the best way to get that money is to go into business. Abi, so that's it. Yeah. <laughs> so it's business for you. Yeah, like so a really woman. The, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So that's it. But my philosophy in life has been knowledge and money. You get knowledge and money. Then anything I could, if I was able to get knowledge and I use the knowledge to get money, then maybe something bigger. I might go for more ambitious, you know, goals tomorrow. Yeah. You know, that kind of thing. Yeah. That's good. No, Allah. I cannot wait to see you launch into business and like see what you're able to do with it. Shadrach has been a delight speaking with yeah. you today. I mean, it's, it always is. I, I love talking yeah. with you all the time. But having to do this on my podcast is, is something really special. Thank you for doing this. You know? My pleasure. My pleasure. Yeah. It's nice of you to me. <laughs> no, Allah. But Shan, no, I'm still going to go back to study literature so that I'll have you to come, to come and write a poetic love letter for me. I mean... Um, <laughs> <laughs> no worry, I go write, I go write better poem for you. Don't worry. <laughs> yeah, I'll be expecting. Anyway, just before we close, um, I mean, do you do you want to share your social media handles in case some people, some of the podcast listeners, want to want to come and check you out and listen to you tell your um discuss maybe some of these your interests on any of your social media pages i mean you're quite active on facebook so maybe you can drop us your facebook name yeah okay my name on facebook is application drag jalum chin yeah and you can also get me on my on my instagram handle is application drag yeah application drag so you can get yeah. me there and you know we can get to talk and we'll let's network guys. Yeah, yeah, sure, definitely. And I would also I would also drop the links to your social media on the description of this podcast. So in case they mm-hmm. they search and they did not see, or maybe they are not sure how to type the name, they, they would just like click the link and find you. And you guys can connect, you know. So it's a wrap, Shedrack. It's a wrap. Bye. <laughs>